I give that to him, but then I like reel it back again. And I'm like, oh wait, no, no, I need to worry about this. I need to figure this out. Like, I don't know. Like, what if I don't find anything? And then like, I'll cast it to him again. I'm like, I'm trusting in you. I'm trusting in you. Seasons, an indefinite or unspecified period of time. That was a sneak peek of our conversation with Molly Marco, host of the Laundry Chat podcast. Currently, Molly is about to embark on a new adventure as she is moving across the country. We chatted with Molly on what it's like to trust God in this new season. We may not always know where God is leading us, but we can have peace in knowing that God is guiding us every step of the way. If you're in a new season of life and you are struggling with the unknown, this one's for you. Now let's dive in. This is The Reckless Pursuit, a podcast crafted and created to dive deep into what it looks like to be a follower of Christ in a modern day world. We span topics across the board to seek out truth and to gain a deeper understanding of one another, to find common ground and answers to life's hardest questions. We all have a story and a struggle, a calling and a conviction. Together, let's take a hard look at ourselves and effort to view what others see so we can be the best reflection of Christ possible. I'm Cody. And I'm Elaine. Now, let's get reckless. Hey everyone, welcome to The Reckless Pursuit. We're sitting here today on episode 31 with Molly Marco from The Laundry Chat with Molly Marco podcast. And uh, Molly, how are you today? I am doing good. It's rainy over here in Wisconsin, so it's like my favorite kind of day. <laughs> oh, I wish it was here because yeah. it is just 95 degrees and terrible here today. Yep, very so. humid. <laughs> yes. So if you want to switch, just let us know. <laughs> I'm okay where I'm at and, uh, <laughs> for once. <laughs> and so uh let me see if i have this right you and elaine met on insta wait how did y'all meet it was through instagram was it through instagram yeah okay. it was and so how long have y'all been chatting back and forth um it's been a year i think oh wow I, yeah it's that been, sounds it's right been a few months so i i assume molly you started as a a blogger on your website mollymarco.com and then recent or i guess recently it's been i guess going on a year now but you've actually been a podcaster as well yes. uh, is that correct yes yeah no awesome. definitely started and how- out blogging and yeah went from there okay how long have you been a blogger um it really started my i mean i've been a writer for a long time like ever since i was little i loved writing um but blogging i started my freshman year of college when I was just like, okay. there's so many emotions and so many feelings and I just had to put them somewhere. So that's kind of how the blogging thing started. Yeah, I definitely understand all of the college drama. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so many like insecurities that like you forgot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep, self-doubt. Yep. <laughs> so Elaine tells me that uh, it sounds like kind of we are in a similar boat with you in the sense that we're going through big seasons of change and in a in a i guess a situation where we're really having to trust God in a very new and very scary way. And so I think we're going to take some time today and just talk about that if that's cool with you. Yeah, no that sounds that sounds great. So Molly, tell us a little about yourself and a little about uh where you're at right now. Okay. Um let's see. I'm um, I'm Molly Marco. That's my name. Um, I'm from Wisconsin. I've, I've been born and raised here. Um, I graduated from college with, with a degree in marketing communications, but as of now, I've been pursuing, um, photography, videography, um, and that's gotten me through and paid for my, like, 
living <laughs> as of now, awesome. which is awesome. Um, but um, in October, I will be moving to Texas, which is a long ways from Wisconsin. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to be doing down there yet. That's kind of the big mystery. I don't know if I want to keep doing photos down there, if I want to do something with my degree <laughs> that I work so hard for. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So that's kind of my big point of like a new state, a new town, new friends, new job, new everything. So kind of leaving everything I knew and going to something completely different. Wow. What What's in Texas? Why do you feel like going to Texas, if you don't mind my asking? Yeah, no, that's a lot of people ask that. And I feel like I, let's see, Texas is like, the story with that is basically my friend, I wasn't even supposed to go on the trip with her. She was going to go with her high school friends. Um, so my good friend and roommate, Ellie, was like, I'm going to go to Texas, but my friends don't want to go. Like, do you want to come? I'm like, sure. Like, why Texas? I thought the same, same thing. I'm like, what the heck? What's in Texas? Um, but I went and on our way back from the trip, we both like looked at each other and was like, we, could we move here? Like, would we, could that work? And I remember just like, I, I cried on the way home because I, I, it felt like, it felt possible. And mm-hmm. it just felt like the right it, it was it was scary because it felt like the right thing to do and it scared me. And mm-hmm. so for a, a solid month, I prayed about it because I was like, the, Texas is way too big to like just jump in and just like move yeah. there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I for prayed. sure. <laughs> yeah. So I prayed for a month and God just kept like saying yes and opening doors and, and it just, it didn't feel wrong. He never said no. You know, there was never something that, even my parents who are very, you know, they love me a lot. They want me safe. They don't want me far away. Like they, they were like, yeah, like they, it was like they were waiting for me to ask or something, or they were just, they weren't surprised by it. So yeah, Texas, I'm, I'm still not sure why. Um, I think I'll figure that out when I get there exactly why yeah. I'm there. But, um, it just feels, I mean, they say Texas is big and, and God is big. So it feels like a good place to go to find God. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, uh, with all that, and I can understand just the the sheer terror of switching <laughs> everything you know, not knowing. Um, yeah. What was the big thing in your head that just clicked and said, like, yes, I have to follow God into this transition? Um. Okay. I'm trying to think back to that time because that was in like January, February. One of the things. I think I think like the overarching thing I would say is my my word of the year and it was actually so the new year happened and I spent we spent new years with like you know at our apartment at in River Falls Wisconsin and then the exact like the next day me and Ellie left for our trip to Texas and I decided that my word for that year would be available and and it kind of meant a lot of things like in my relationship I'm very available I'm very single <laughs> been single for four years now um and then available and like I was graduated I didn't know what job I wanted um and then when the option to move to Texas came like I was like I'm available to that I don't have anything keeping me here um and with my parents being approving of it and what was another thing um like finances were good like everything everything just like made sense it felt I don't, I don't know. I guess I guess the, the word available comes to mind because that was like how I started off the year and that's kind of how mm-hmm. now the year is ending me me leaving. So yeah, I, I'm sure there is, if I looked back at my writing, I'm sure there was probably like a lot of little like specific things that I was like, what? But I can't, I can't remember them right now, but 
that's that was a big a big thing and I know something like me and Cody have definitely been in a season of not knowing what's next for us Mm -hmm. and specifically with me like I I graduated back in May and like this whole year has just been crazy and um, Cody actually had a word for this year and it was cultivate and we kind of like didn't really know what that meant but quickly learned that that meant like you know tilling up the ground and just um, God kind of took away everything that we had put our faith in except for him. And so like we're really trying to put our faith in him. But sometimes it can look really scary and lonely when you don't know what the next step is. Yes. I like that word a lot too. That's an interesting word. Like, and I I think for the spot that you're at, and, and the, it, it resonates obviously with me in the spot I'm at too, like to, yeah, like re, to toe up the ground and to like kind of shift things and um kind of figure out where you want to plant seeds and what you, yeah, like that's just like, that's really interesting. I like that. So in, in the, uh, the transition and the process leading up to it, what has been the the biggest fear, I guess, that you've had to, to Ooh, overcome? That's a good question. Um, Cause there's, there's a lot of fears. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <can imagine. laughs> um, I think, oh, I think, hmm. The biggest fear for me is, as of as of now, um, and this is maybe kind of a weird fear, but like trusting in God is really scary because mm-hmm. I don't like I I keep and my grandma explained this so well like with the like casting your cares on Him that that verse in First Peter, um, like where we we cast our cares we cast our worries like for for me the main worry is like finding a job how am I gonna live down there what am I gonna do right. um I, I I give that to him but then I like reel it back again and I'm like oh wait no no I need to worry about this I need to figure this out like I don't know like what if I don't find anything and then like I'll cast it to him again I'm like I'm trusting in you I'm trusting in you and then I'll reel it back again <laughs> like it oh, yeah. just kind of it this feels constant. like a never ending process <laughs> yes yes and it's so frustrating because a lot of people ask about that. And then so each time I talk to someone about it, I'm like, I'm trusting, but I'm not. And then I'm worried. And then I don't know. And I feel like I feel like I should know. Yeah. So it's kind of like the I mean, really just like, yeah, the unknown, I guess, is and and then having to trust God in that and be like and trust that he has you, even though he's got you all the other times before. But it just feels like, you know, maybe this time he you know, forgot what he made me for and why he brought me here. <laughs> you're transitioning to Texas. You're trying to find a job. Uh, are, you're moving with your friend. Is that what I heard? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. So she's already down there. Um, so she's been there, but this has been a hard part too, is like her being down there and me being up here. Um, I've been able to visit her two times in between that, but um yeah, so that's been an interesting <laughs> kind of weird transition stage. Yeah, so you have a place to live. So when you go down there, though, right? Like you, you're walking yes. into something at least. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. So the you were talking about the process of casting it out and reeling it back. I feel like I relate to that a lot, especially in areas of like finance and the Definitely. the ones. That, yeah, the ones that seem big and scary. You know, on the front burner of trying to exist. You know, like you have to have money. You have to be able to support yourself. You have to be able to pay rent and buy groceries. What has been, um, I guess, the big? What has been the big help to overcome that? Like, how do you feel? So we just did an episode on uh, feeling kind of like imposter syndrome with Christianity. 
And uh, yes, yes, I actually listened to that one. That one was really good. Thank you. Thank you. And and it's definitely, I feel like it kind of relates to this in a little bit because I know so often I feel like an imposter in my faith because I feel like I do that very thing. I cast, I'm like, God, you have this. You know the season we're walking into. It's already, you know, you've already gone and prepared the, the path ahead of me. And then I feel like I do that very thing. I reel it back and I'm like, but what do I have to do? What am I doing? What am I doing wrong? And I just kind of take it back on me. And so what is some advice you have as someone who's walking through this season as well to help, uh, I guess, realize that like our humanity, but at the same time, like help us be able to like go of that and give it to God. Oh, and that's, I, like I said, I listened to that episode that you guys had and it made me feel like, like, cause that's how, literally how I feel about me being on your podcast. <laughs> like, what do I have to say? <laughs> Like, I'm reeling in a lot of my, like, you know, worries and cares and, and fears and stuff like that. Um, so I totally, totally relate with that. Um, and, it, and it makes me feel like, who am I to give advice when, like, I need to be, you know, given advice about this. But, but there is, like, the, the biggest thing, I think, for me during this time is, um, I've, I've, I can't remember how recently I started really um, focusing on it, but a couple months ago, um, prayer has been something that I've, I've, I feel like God has just like given me these little like pockets of silence. And, and I just hear him saying like, okay, you need to talk to me in this because I try and fill my mind with other podcasts, videos, you know, music. I just, I'm busy and I try to make sure there's no silence. Like when I'm driving, when I'm walking, when I'm like sleeping, even like I fall asleep to podcasts and people talking. Um, and so one thing I learned is that I can ask him for things and he wants me to do that. Like the verse in the Bible that says like, knock and the door will be open to you. Um, like I, it, like I, I've just been asking him for things it, it, throughout this whole Texas thing. And that's one thing that me and Ellie have learned a lot is like um, the, the word Jehovah Jireh means like the Lord provides. And so whenever he has like provided for us, which he has like so many times, like we always just say like Jehovah Jireh and we, we ask him for things like even even stupid stuff like thrift shopping. We will pray like, God, can you give us a couch? Like, God, can we find like a popcorn bowl? Like, like just like the dumbest little things. And I've been learning to trust him in those um, and, and and still know that he is good even when he doesn't, you know, give us those things. But but he cares about the stupid. He gave us the best popcorn bowl. I kid you <laughs> not. Like and, and I can I can trust him with that. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of helps me bring him into my life and talk to him about the big things that are happening and not being afraid to ask him for stuff because he wants to give to us. He, he loves us. And I think I used to feel so guilty about bringing that stuff to God, but, but I'm learning to like, to talk with him about it and then slowly, you know, bring it towards, you know, not just asking for stuff, but just like, you know, praising him for how good he is and just like loving him and um, yeah, so so prayer and then obviously and writing it down is just another thing that really, really helps because then I feel like you can just, I feel like when I when I write things down, I, I'm, it gives me a chance to listen to God better than just me like <laughs> and, and so writing it down gives me a better chance to actually listen to God because I'm kind of more thoughtful and purposeful about it. Um, but I don't always have time to, you know, write it down, my, my prayers down, but, um, it's also cool to look back that way too and be like, wait, like I asked for this and God provided in a different way than what I thought or exactly how I had wanted or yeah. So prayer, 
prayer has helped me a lot through that. And I completely understand that and journaling um, his promises. And whenever I look back on some of the things that I felt like, some of the seasons that I have been in where I felt like I, I couldn't get out of them and I just didn't know where I was going, but I had wrote down like what God had provided. And then going back and reading those, it's like, oh yeah, God did provide for that in that season and he's going to provide for me in this season. And I really like yes. that, how he, you know, gave you the best popcorn bowl. Like that is such, <laughs> you know, we feel like that may be a stupid small thing, but to God, like, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to give this to you. You know, like this is a desire of your heart. And like, I care about you. I love you. And I want you to have this. And I definitely think, think that um, being able to see that God cares about those small things is a big step and knowing that God cares about the big things. Yes, like I think I think that's something I've I've especially learned very recently of how much how like intimately he he loves us in those ways and he knows us so well. Like to know that like like a popcorn bowl to me and and Ellie that means that that's like our friendship. We eat popcorn together. We like it's it's important to us and he he knows that like he knows that and he cares about that. And same with like like even I just the other day um I was I was uh, sitting by a tree and I was like, okay, I'm going to finally pray and, and, and write it out. And I had this like crappy pen in my backpack connected to the notebook. And I was like, oh, like I don't want to write with this pen. And I, I, I like felt God just saying like, look in your backpack again, there's a better pen in there. And I did. And there was like a, my favorite pen. <laughs> and I, I, I fully believe that that was God. And he would care enough to know that like, I love writing with a good pen. <laughs> like that means a lot to me. And, and I think, I think just like you wouldn't know that though if you didn't remain in conversation with him and if you didn't listen and if you didn't you know ask him for those things like so I I just think it's yeah so tender and beautiful how much he he just knows us so well and I think it's it's just it, it makes life really exciting absolutely <laughs> so how do you know when to listen because I know that's one of my big things is like I can oh. get so caught up in my headspace and all the things that I'm thinking about and just assume God's doing his part when in reality I think a lot of times he probably is just wanting to talk to me about something so how do you know when to listen oh my goodness that's like a really good question um because I don't always know either and sometimes like yeah you just like pray and then you like wait for like five seconds and you're like okay like I don't know you're not saying anything I'm just (laughs) gonna keep going (laughs) All the time. Um, yep. <laughs> but, and I think that's, again, like why, like writing helps me a lot where I, I take, when I write something and I'm saying all this stuff and whatever, I pause and I'm able to kind of like, when I'm trying to think of what to write next, I kind of am like, you know, kind of hearing what is in my mind and what I'm thinking, you know, maybe is coming from God too, like words he's putting in my mind or even memories that have come up or things that I'm thinking of or um, people that come to mind. Um, it's that's that's a really good question because I, um, I think I think I think I think for me I would say like the silences are are like the the, the silences that come in my in in my day are big big signals to me just because like I said my 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 world my day isn't very silent so when I hear those I know to like kind of like lean in and listen a little bit better you know. Um, but no, that's a definitely a really, really hard thing. So recently I saw that you and your friend are going to start vlogging about your adventures <laughs> in Texas. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? 
Yes. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Actually, I didn't know if um, if we talk about that, but so so yeah, the two girls in Texas blog series has been has been another honestly cool way of of seeing God. Like it's like writing, but like better because <laughs> because you get to like visually see all of these pieces come together and live it, and then um, yeah. So we've just been basically vlogging our experience as of now, like living two states apart, um, or not two states apart, but in two different states. Um, and so, yeah, that I've, I've always loved vlogging. Um, I've always loved video and, and just like documenting memories in life. And then to see, you know, from each vlog, God answer prayers, God providing, um, God just being hilarious. And like, like he sent us a couch when like we needed a couch, but it wasn't our couch and we had opened it and it was like, we had to send it back and like, oh my gosh. And like, but then we ended up getting like an even better couch. And um, so it's just stupid stuff like that. That is just, it's hilarious. And it's, it, it just, I, I don't know. I just, I, it's just been so fun. I understand. We're trying to get into video too right now. And it's a, it can be fun. It can also be very daunting mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to get off into it. So going back to, sorry, I'm the one that's going to bring it back to the serious stuff every time. Uh, <laughs> going back to talking about those quiet times with God, how can you distinguish between what you feel God laying on your heart versus just your thoughts on the current situation and things like that? Oh, I think the one thing that I'm learning and this is, I've actually dealt with this. Like, it's funny that this, this question is so relevant to my life because I, I, in the past week, I've been like dealing with that exact same thing. Um, I think the big thing that I keep remembering is that, you know, God is not the God of confusion, but the God of peace. Yeah. And so if I have a peace about it, then I'm, I'm more willing to believe that it's God and kind of able to go from there. Um, where when I'm super confused about it, don't really know. And and I think it's hard too to like decipher your feelings, like in your emotions from what like God is saying too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try and look for that peace. Whatever I feel peace about, um, I try and like then ask God about that. Like, okay, well what what about this? Like and and I think I think when you're trying to decipher that, like ask him. You know what I mean? Like I just am like, okay, like is this the right thing to do? And, or, you know, if I'm trying to decide, like, then I ask him, like, what to do. And um, so, yeah, the peace thing has been a really big, a big thing for me. Um, and I, my grandma gave a really good definition of peace, actually. Like, Satan tries to create our world with chaos and our mind with chaos and all this stuff. But to find that peace within, away from, like, sheltered from the chaos, like, is, is where I think God is and what he wants to say That's to cool. us. If you don't mind sharing, what are some of the personal fears you've had to overcome with leaving and moving to Texas? It's it's weird because Texas is this thing. Like when I say like Texas is the right thing, it's it's I feel so much peace about it. Um, it's overall Texas feels it feels right, and it, I feel I feel peace about it. Um, but I think the biggest personal thing that I've had to try, I haven't faced yet, but I'm preparing myself to face it, is um, just like meeting new people <laughs> and being friends with new people. Like that's like a, and and I think with me and Ellie living in different, you know, she's already there and I'm over here. That's been a really big 
thing for me because she is very outgoing. She's very, we're, we're very different in a lot of ways. So she's already, you know, met, met friends, met people, having, you know, fun and going to church and, and I'm just over here, you know? Right. Um, so it's kind of been a lot of like jealousy, um, feeling left out, feeling like I'm not going to fit in, um, feeling like I am not needed there. Like, why would I come? Like she's doing fine. And that was very early on when she like moved to, when she was in Texas. Um, but even now as I'm preparing, like it's only 18 days away, I'm, I'm really, I'm worried. I, I just, I've always worried about that, had self-doubt about like people liking me, people being my friend, people understanding me, people wanting to get to know me. To sum it up, and to sum all of my things up is just me being confident in myself, honestly about just with with friends and who I am in God and, and who I am as a person and, and who I am, like if I can, like what job I'm supposed to get. Like even applying for jobs is is scary for me because I feel like I, I'm not capable of it. I'm like, I, I couldn't do that. Like no one would hire me. Like no one would be friends with me. Like I'm just, I'm faced with a lot of, of fear over who I am and who I am in God. And so, and, and a lot of it, I think, because friends are so important. Like we, we don't know anyone down there and now, now we, you know, Ellie does now. And so it's not completely scary, but I just, yeah, that's, that's the biggest fear is, is finding people. <laughs> well, and I think it's a good thing that you actually have her as a roommate. And so you have a piece of home and a piece of just peace in general, knowing that you do have something you do know and that you have known for a long time and that I think it'll be easier being able to be a roommate with her in that situation. Yes. And we, Ellie, God, Ellie is such a big blessing to me. Like I said, like we're very opposite, but we, I, I've just, and through this whole, whole thing of, of being apart has, has really brought us really, really close together. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I got, God has definitely went above and beyond in that. And I'm, yeah, it'd be totally different if I was going by myself. So I'm, I'm pretty lucky there. Mm -hmm. And so what are you most excited about moving to Texas? Ooh, um, I would say I'm most excited for, I think, I'm excited to see what God made me for um, because I don't really know. I, 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 I keep thinking different things. Like for a while I thought, you know, God wanted me to be a missionary in Brazil when I was younger. That's what I wanted to be. And then for a while, I thought God wanted me to be a teacher. And then I thought he wanted me to be a marketing person. And then I thought he wanted me to be a writer and then a photographer, then a videographer. And now I'm like, I have no idea. Um, like there's just all these random things that like I, I do, but kind of don't really think I'm all that good at, but then kind of can do them. And like, so I'm, I want, I'm excited because I feel like God, I feel like God, I know God brought me down there for a reason. And I hope it's to show me what he made me for and what he made me to do for him. And so that's what I'm waiting for. That's, that's what I'm, I'm really, really excited to find out. Um, and it might not be obviously right away, but I just, I'm excited. And I, I, I just know it's going to be, even if it's something small, like it's going to be something big you know from from knowing God and knowing how he writes stories it's gonna be something like it's all gonna fit together and I'm excited to see how it will <laughs> so Molly someone listening right now maybe they're in a similar situation they're going through something 
big, a big change, a big new season, and it's scary, and they're excited and they're nervous. What is some encouraging uh, parting words you can give them to help them as they walk into this new chapter? Mm. I would say to that person, if you're if you're going through something like that, kind of like that transition kind of like stage, which is so hard to be in. Um, I would say if you feel sadness about it or sadness or doubts or anything, like sit in it for a little bit. Um, don't feel like you need to, you know, get rid of it or try and like run away or try and feel like you have to feel something different. Like sit in that sadness for a bit, like let it simmer, like, like, and, and just like process, like why you're feeling this way. Where is it coming from? Like who, like, is, is it God telling you this? Is it Satan telling you this? Like why, what makes you feel, you know, where's all this stuff coming from? If you're feeling confused, if all of that, like just like sit in it for a little bit and just don't, don't cover it up. Don't make noise. You just, just be in the silence for a little. And then, and then I think in those times, like, then you'll find that you'll have something to say, that you'll have something that you want to tell God that you need to ask some God for something. And you'll kind of figure out like what, where you need to go from there and how to, how to make it better and, and what your next step is going to be. Because you really, you only need to go one day at a time, one step at a time, and you, you don't need to have it figured out because God already does. Like you just got to one step. And, and I think by, you know, staying in conversation with God through those times and through those steps is the best thing you can do. Um, because if you do that, he'll lead you to exactly where you need to be. Um, whether it's, you know, your relationship with a person, whether you're flying across the world, <laughs> whether you're, you're deciding on a new job. I just think that, that it's okay. It's okay to be in those transition times and be confused. And I think, I think it's a good signal time that you need to talk to God in, in those times. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's what I would say. Um, and, and honestly, I've learned and grown the most and gotten closer to God in those times. So it's honestly a really special place that God has you in if you, if you are feeling like that way, because, um, he, he will never, like they say, you know, he'll never put you through something that, that you can't handle, that you're not strong enough to handle through him. So, um, you'll make it through, <laughs> you'll get through it. <laughs> and just know that, you know, if you're going with God, you aren't going to go someplace where he's, you know, going to just leave you alone. So that's good. He'll I, always be with you in it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And I think in those intimate moments, that's when you can trust God the most. Yes. Yes. It definitely puts that trust to the test for sure. <laughs> so Molly, tell us a little bit about real quick uh, about your podcast and your blog and where we can find you, where all of our listeners can find you. Ooh, I, so I have the Laundry Chat podcast, which it's so sad because for the past two weeks I haven't been uploading just because I've, I am in this like weird transition period. Um, but yeah, it's just a place where I talk about, you know, kind of life's laundry, life's craziness there like our our mistakes our fears our um kind of just like struggles um so that's my podcast that I have um and then I have an Instagram account that's probably that's mainly where I am 
Um, it's at Molly Marco, and then I have a YouTube channel if you want to see my face <laughs> in person. Um, so, and that YouTube channel is just at Molly Marco. So, um, yeah, you can catch up on the vlog series if you want, see what's going on with Texas, <laughs> and kind of like follow if you <laughs> follow the journey um, and see what God's doing if you're interested. But um, my Instagram page is the best place to find me for sure. Awesome, Molly. Thank you so much for taking time out thank of your you. day to. Uh, be on the show here. And uh, guys, anyone who's listening who wants to find Molly, all of that information, all of the links to all of her stuff will be in the show notes below. Molly, we thank you so much. And I hope you have a fantastic day. And we look forward to talking to you soon. Oh, yes. Thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome. And ask like the best questions too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank <you. laughs> we just want to give Molly one more big thank you for being a part of the Reckless Pursuit and joining us today for this conversation. All the links to everything Molly is doing right now is below, so you can go down below into the show notes and find links to her podcast, to her blog, her YouTube channel, and to her Instagram. Go be sure and follow her, show her some love, give her some support on this journey. Guys, as always, we want to keep the conversation going. We have a private Facebook group where you can go below, find the details for that, so you can Hop onto Facebook and it'll take you straight there where you can ask to be a part. We would love to have you so we can keep this conversation moving. We want you to be a part. We want to hear what you have to say. Also, if you can't get enough The Reckless Pursuit, we also have a weekly blog. Be sure to head to TheRecklessPursuit.com and check that out. And if you haven't done so, so far, please go up there and hit that subscribe button. It keeps you notified whenever we have a new episode come out and it keeps you in the loop. And as always, be brave, be bold, and be reckless. We'll talk soon.